Welcome to the B2B Growth Marketer Podcast with Alex Mead. I've invited sales, marketing, and business leaders to discuss their successes, failures, and everything else in between. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome to the B2B Growth Marketer Podcast. My name is Alex Mead, and I'm your host. Today, we are going to try something a little different. Um, it's may go terribly. It may go great. Uh, you know, I don't know. <laughs> uh, instead of, instead of, you know, bringing in, uh, bringing in a guest, you know, from another company, learning about them and their, and like what they were doing and, and like what works for them and, and how they got to the point that they are and, and, and learning like their story. Um, we're going to talk about one specific topic and today's topic is podcasting. And yes, we are going to talk about podcasting on a podcast. And I have two uh, two guests today. I convinced them, maybe maybe tricked them uh, into joining me. And it is two of my coworkers, uh, Ross and Max, who are part of our content team here, who are doing a lot of podcasts with our clients, coming up with strategies, coming up with topics, helping produce. And I kind of thought they would be really good people to talk about podcasts and B2B podcasts and what's working, how to go about it, how it's part of your strategy. Um, you know, like technically, how do you do it? What kind of, you know, where, where do you go from there? Once you've recorded it, what do you do with it? Um, and so we have a pretty good conversation around that and I'm excited for you to listen. All right. Enjoy. Welcome to the B2B Growth Marketer Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Mead. And today we are trying something new. Um, we are going to talk all about podcasting on today's podcast. Um, and instead of having just one guest, I'm fortunate to have two guests. Uh, in fact, two of my coworkers. I may have convinced or tricked them into this, but I would like to welcome Ross Nelson and Max Reinhardt. Guys, Ross, introduce yourself. Who are you? Well, hello. Thank you, Alex. And uh, I'm glad to be here because you did promise both of us that raise. So I'm very excited about that. Um, I'm Ross. I am the director of content here at Beacons Point, uh, along with Max and a couple other members of our team. We uh, produce content uh, for our clients on a monthly basis and uh, I love podcasts. Excited to talk about them. <laughs> Max, who are you? Introduce yourself. Okay, my name is Max Reinhardt. I'm the content strategist at Beacons Point. So working with clients, working with Alex to come up with uh, podcast topics in some cases. In other cases, it's video, white paper, blog article topics, uh, regardless of, of the medium. We want to make uh, really cool pieces of content for our clients and ourselves. So uh, I only came because I was promised alcohol, but then I had to bring my own Apparently, I'm making a lot of promises I'm not keeping, but welcome to the podcast. This is this is what we do. Um, all right. Well, I, I like 2020, I think podcast for B2B like rose. Uh, I don't know what the numbers are yet. I don't know if people do, but like everyone seemed to have a podcast all of a sudden. But we know podcasting has been around for a while. Um, I personally have been listening to podcasts, I feel like for like 10 years plus, longer than 10 years. I used to listen to This American Life on my my hour-long commute to work and back. Um, so I wanted to ask you guys, 
Ross, you I know you're a big podcast guy. What are oh, some yeah. of your favorite podcasts that you guys listen to? Well, I'm definitely into kind of the story-driven podcast. Um, you know, I do listen to occasional, you know, marketing-related podcasts or kind of business-focused podcast. But yeah, like you, I like uh, This American Life. <clears throat> I was also a, a big fan of Freakonomics back in the day um when i used to ride the train to work um and then you know lately there's some podcasts that i really enjoy one is called uh, heavyweight it's about uh it's interesting it's about a guy who helps people solve problems um there's a podcast called uh, reply all that i enjoy listening to yeah, yeah. Uh, i'm into the to the like crime ones you know like uh one called crime town <laughs> serial um you know across the board even some like scripted ones that are pretty pretty interesting uh there's one called limetown that they turned into a facebook video facebook watch or whatever show with wow. jessica beale so there's all kinds of podcasts out there yeah uh that's interesting you got that wide wide range um max what kind of podcast do you listen to a lot of the same stuff. Uh, Ross isn't the biggest uh, sports balls fan. I listen to a lot of sports podcasts. Uh, big fantasy sports guy, so I'll try to glean some insights, try to get some competitive advantages there. Um, some political podcasts, try to stay up on the news of the day. Uh, Freakonomics, Ross, I also am a frequent listener. Planet Money is another good one. Uh, I have a show, a TV podcast that I've been listening to get me through the pandemic it's called crossing streams it's a local guy uh he basically reviews like two or three shows every week and that's how i've been staying up with what's what's good on tv these days interesting so he he watches shows and then does a podcast talking about those shows yeah and it's not like old shows like it's not like oh i'm gonna watch i love lucy Cheers. and then review it it's like yeah it's he he'll like find <laughs> I mean, sometimes they're like highly anticipated shows. Like he's reviewed like WandaVision, for example, it just came out. But like he'll he'll dig deep sometimes to find some stuff that you would never know to watch. Uh, so I seem like a guy that's really with it with my friends. I'm like, oh, you should check out this show because, you know, got to put in the time to yeah. listen to these cool podcasts. Yeah. Inter so interesting. So what about uh, let me ask a different question. How do you guys subscribe or go to like a a like blog site or new site often it, like relating to maybe similar topics. Like, is there, um, Max, do you read fantasy, fantasy sports news on like a website on like a daily, weekly basis? Uh, to be honest, I, for my like personal hobbyist type of things, uh, I like to let the information come to me and that's part of why podcasts are cool is I can just, you know, when I'm doing dishes, put a podcast in, like I almost always have headphones in when I'm around the house, even in the shower, like I'll have something on some sort of podcast or music or something. I just have ADD <laughs> like that. So, uh, it's always going, there's always something playing. I need a lot of content to get through my day. Uh, thank you for that image. So now knowing when you shower, you have headphones on. Uh, listening no, no, to it's it's something. blasting throughout the home. Uh -huh. It's everybody, okay. yeah, okay. everybody can hear. Yeah. Ross, what about you? I mean, like stories. That's very story driven. 
uh, it seems to be like your your preferred format. Do you have things that you look at online like that? Uh, you know, I I am a big fan of Reddit. I'm on there a lot, and there's you know a lot of things that come at you there. And um, you know, I'll follow like on Instagram or something a uh, uh, you know maybe a show or a personality you know from one of those shows, and it's like kind of catch things that way i don't really a lot of shows will podcasts will have like newsletters or things that they push out kind of blog content uh sometimes you know i've subscribed to those but not out there i don't know searching for for some of those things interesting yeah do you guys listen to audiobooks you know never really got got into the audiobook yeah only if I'm like on a road trip, I got like a six hour drive to Arizona or something to the middle yeah. of the desert. I'll okay. put one on. But other than that. It's interesting because thinking about the type of content that that you like, you like Ross, books could solve that. I mean, I, mean, I think you do read a lot anyways. Uh, real books, maybe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but books. just thinking about like like this like idea of podcasts that come to that get delivered to us on our phones or devices and it's things we pre-selected that we want to listen to. And so like knowing that I listen to, I do listen, I do subscribe to like a lot of like business marketing sales and I do listen to them. But if I had a choice between reply all and um, sales hacker, I probably would pick reply all. Uh, I think it's like that story-driven idea. And I know we're about to talk about B2B, pod, like how B2B marketing and sales can use podcasts. Um, but even knowing our own habits, I think that even just kind of tells us something about how we, what type of podcast or content we should be thinking about. So like that kind of leads me into my my next question is like, you both are content on content strategists different titles, but essentially you're both thinking about that. You know, we, we have a couple clients now utilizing podcasts. We all listen to podcasts. Um, we have our own podcast that we're talking on, like why should B2B companies be thinking about creating podcasts? Well, I think one of the first places that it's pretty easy to, to start and kind of look from is the, the point of view of like community building. So a lot of uh, businesses have, you know, the industry that they're working in, there's probably some sort of, you know, even if it's super niche, there's, there's a community of people there that probably get together that talk about stuff. And, um, it's a great way to share, um, you know, ideas and and knowledge and collaborate with, you know, talk to people in your industry, but also just your, your community. If you're, let's say like, uh, a school or, you know, a college or university or, maybe a private school. I mean, it's a great way to connect with kind of this built-in audience that you, you naturally have or community that's built up around your organization. Yeah, I think, I think those are some good points. And, you know, I think podcasts are going to be a dominant medium um, more so than they already are. I think it's still growing. Uh, Alex Ross uh, podcast trivia for you. Ready? I just, I just looked this up. I just learned this. This fact. Oh boy. Uh, I'm not going to give you a range. You got to tell me how many active podcasts are available. 
just not episodes like actual podcasts are available to listen to like 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 the b2b growth marketers of podcast right? yeah like the Is actual that... podcast not, in, uh, not individual episodes the podcast itself Twenty five thousand. say one million it's uh it's in the middle surprisingly it's <laughs> seven hundred thousand active podcasts okay okay so like what so, what defines active like actually posting like, episodes i'm guessing uh, yeah, because that's interesting because I know uh, one of the questions I was going to ask you guys was what's the difference between like a like a season? So like posting a season of an episode. So like Serial, obviously the name is there. You know, it's like each each season is a specific story. But from like a B2B perspective, why why would you like say a season and then like come back a few months later? You know, like what what what's the difference there? when thinking about it from B2B, and I think that like active versus non-active, like wh- how long are you dormant when you be to, to become inactive on that stat? Because I think with podcasts, people forget about you if you're not posting. Yeah, I mean, for sure. Like, <clears throat> yeah, consistency is key. And I think people that start podcasts that, you know, it doesn't work out or kind of falls off is is just that lack of persistence. It It gets tough to do on a consistent basis and um but if you stick with it and you know work to build that audience from you know maybe you have five people to listen and then eventually you know you hope that increases to dozens and and on from there um i mean i think the idea of like a season versus just putting something out every week or every other week um you know a way to look at that might might be around the idea of like a theme or topic let's say you want to create a season of a podcast that's around a particular theme. So how do you, you do six episodes that touch on different aspects of that? Um, there may be, you know, a lot of work that goes into kind of creating that story, uh, what you're going to talk about in that season. And, you know, you prepare for the next one. Um, and even if you have a season, it could mean that let's say there's six episodes that you release, uh, every week, you know, that's six weeks, um, that you could do that um each week so you kind of like people are waiting for the next one to come out um but you could also kind of drop all of them at once and have people listen at their own pace yeah i think it all comes down to workload i mean most if not all b2b people are not professional podcasters or media producers in that sense so um you have to be able to balance the rest of your job with um you know finding podcast guests developing outlines um editing producing like it, it can take some time so um i think seasons are, are a good way to build some hype around what you're going to be producing if you can market them well um get people excited about them and like ross said if you can segment them around certain themes or topics um so when people do go back to and they find you on your, on your website or on your podcast page on itunes or spotify they can kind of easily navigate to what's interesting to them yeah, that's interesting. That's good. That's good because I, you know, it's from a B two B perspective. You know, creating this content and written content, you know, videos. Like we understand that you know we we as an as an agency build out our campfire campaigns and like everything is under a plan and with a specific goal and objective. Um, how are how are, how should we think about podcasts in that? And if we're if and like kind of going back to that question of if we think of a campaign targeting uh you know for ourselves our our buyer persona campaign 
you know, would we create a podcast for episode, a season for that campaign? Or is it a, just topics about those, uh, like a podcast with episodes about those specific campaigns? Like, how do we, how are we thinking about it in terms of building out a strategy? How are we incorporating podcasts and then thinking about them as a, as a season or ongoing content? Um, well, I think that in the B2B world, if, especially if, you know, you're a marketer in B2B, the easiest way to have this make sense or, you know, have it work in your overall marketing plan, I think is to think of a podcast as a type of content marketing that's going to support your overall marketing efforts um, so that it feels like it really has direction. So if you are creating a campaign, you know, your example of, you know, all about buyer personas, I mean, you could have planned out several episodes that, you know, depending on how you want to format it, it could be very like informational of like, let's, you know, dissect what a buyer persona is and give some strategies about how you develop them and maybe bring on um, somebody that is an expert in that and kind of have them run through, you know, their process for developing buyer personas or figure out a way to like tell a unique story of uh, an example of, um, you know, how you ran through developing a buyer persona and kind of describe what that outcome was. Um, <clears throat> and then there's lots of ways to, to take that, um, podcast content to, to try to repurpose. And I'm sure we'll talk a lot more about the repurposing part of it, but you know, it should, if you're going to be doing B2B podcasts for your marketing, definitely think about how you can fit it into your overall marketing strategy to, to function as, uh, another piece of marketing content to support your overall like campaign goals. Max, what do you think? Yeah, I think that was a great, uh, explanation. You know, I think, um, we use podcasts in a couple different ways. There's, you can use podcasts in a way that if you have a really complex topic or a really interesting topic with paired with a really unique story, that's very captivating. Um, a podcast can be a really great medium to tell that story or take some time to expand on a really complicated topic to really explain things. Um, so it's not confusing to people. Um, you know, we also use podcasts with some clients as actual pieces, cornerstone pieces of, um, a campaign at different stages of the buyer's journey. Usually it's in, um, that delight stage after a customer has already been signed They're they've developed that relationship. Um, it's a really good way to continue to stay top of mind and educate so they can get the most out of that relationship customer to supplier as possible. So, um, you know, there's a couple different ways to look at, at, at how you can produce it. It's just, if you could either fit it into your strategy and go from there, or if a cool topic comes up, um, and, or a cool story comes up around a certain topic, a podcast is a really great way to tell that story. That's, uh, that's interesting that you mentioned in the delight stage, because you think of, at least I think of podcasting, you know, our objective with this podcast is generate more awareness about, you know, what we do and who we are and the people that are on the show. And it's interesting to think about podcasting as this delight stage. Do you have, can you, can you expand more on that? So like, if it's a, if it's a company that is, um, you know, like a, let, let's just say a SaaS platform, 
and like what would be like a good delight stage podcast topics for them is it just expanding on on like expanding how to use the platform and like success stories is it like talking about like just keeping going with how uh how to better use and gain more insight from their platform yeah you could be you could be bringing on um customers success stories to tell their stories you could be bringing on um employees in the organization to talk about new product updates and what that means for your customers. Um, you know, you could be just, just talking about the industry that you share in general. Um, you know, sometimes in, in the SaaS world, obviously in the SaaS world, it's very competitive and, um, you know, sometimes you're locked into contracts, other times it's your month to month. And if another competitor has uh, a deal or if they're, really marketing to you and you feel like switching, like it's it, sometimes retention can be tough. Um, so being able to build that community through an audio medium, feeling like you have a relationship with people at, um, at that company more so than just a customer service representative or account manager or salesperson, uh, you can kind of learn more about different people, um, in the community with in, in that SaaS customer base or at that company itself. So, um, and we've seen success with it. You can absolutely use it in the awareness stage. I think that's pretty obvious, but, um, the delight stage is, is something that is, can be overlooked, but when you're starting a, a business podcast, in my opinion, um, that can be an area where you can kind of gain a competitive advantage over some of your competitors. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, Ross, you mentioned, uh, the time it takes to create a podcast. Like it does take time and it takes it takes consistency. Uh, you know, we've learned the the power of repurposing content. Um, so we're not reinventing the wheel six times to create something. You know, we've done it with webinars um, and now doing it with podcasts. Like how, when people are creating podcasts, like how should they think about repurposing them into something else? Or like what else can people use podcasts for? Yeah, there's... Uh ton of ways to go about it, uh, especially if you go into it with that mindset of incorporating it into your you know, general marketing plan. Um, if you're approaching it by, you know, doing topic research, keyword research, finding out what are, you know, some important topics uh, for your particular industry. Um, <clears throat> and then you, you know, translated that into an episode of a podcast. Um, that way you have a ton of material then that you could, um, you know, especially social posts are like a super easy thing to do, um, from your podcast. Um, but then if you've put in some of that upfront research to understand, like, what's this topic really about, what are we trying to get out of it? Um, what are some of the subtopics we're trying to, to touch on? Then you can go a step further and, and create things like infographics or maybe, um, a simple PDF download of um, a little, you know, mini guide to something or a checklist. Um, you know, we've done some of that with our clients to to extract different parts of a podcast to, you know, create those those different types of uh, of uh, written pieces or design pieces that you can then just extend that that topic in a lot of different ways. It's such a rich medium, and the fact that you can ask so many questions and and talk about topics in so many different ways, even in one episode, you could have a portion of the episode that dives into how to's and then 
portion that's more storytelling and like it you can repurpose those two different things into two completely different types of content or pieces of content that could speak to two totally different customer pain points so um you can really from one podcast episode you can derive multiple different content pieces as ross was saying what about um i see this happen a lot and um curious to know like why we should be doing this um I kind of know, but I'm going to like let you see what you answer. So when we record these, uh, we obviously get them transcribed, right? Um, and then I've seen a lot of people turn those into Q&A, uh, you know, on their on their website. Why, why should we be doing that? Like, what's the value of just literally transcribing this conversation and posting it to our, to a blog? Uh, I mean, I think there are some basic advantages to that that uh you know once you do transcribe something and you put it on a page with a video or whatever else is on there i mean it is something that you know gets indexed and um it, it becomes a searchable document you know in google and so if you you have some of those those keywords or you know it does improve a little bit of the seo value um, but it also could be a quick way if, you know, somebody is sort of their interest is piqued by whatever the topic is, um, you know, maybe they don't necessarily want to sit there and listen to a 20 minute podcast. Um, it is definitely a quick way to, to skim through, especially if you've formatted your transcript. So it's kind of easy to see what's there that it's just one, uh, an additional way that, you know, somebody who may, may not be super into listening to a podcast that can still, quickly skim and digest some of that information. Yeah, I think on the SEO front, you know, um, Google will penalize uh, content pieces that don't have at least, I think it's 200 words on a page. Um, so just by simply pasting a transcript, you're already avoiding that potential penalty if you're looking to uh, put these podcast episodes on um your blog or on website pages, whatever that may be. I would probably advise against simply pasting a transcript. If you could go a little bit further and uh, actually use headings, H1s, H2s, H3s um, with relevant and appropriate keywords, that's going to take your SEO to the to the next level for that. Um, you know, because this topic that you're talking about, I'm sure it's keyword rich just over the course of the conversation. But if you don't have headings that correspond to those keywords, it's going to be really hard for Google to rank you. Um, so just take that one step further and actually segment that out. And that's also going to help the reader experience um, if they are yeah. skimming through it instead of listening. All right. I like that. So we're taking, uh, I mean, this is similar to like our video first approach. We're having a conversation. We're trying to get the good information out by just generally talking about it. And then kind of doing a little bit of formatting to get it to, to publish that content. So not only are we creating or recording an episode, but we're publishing a blog to get that stuff indexed on SEO value and those keywords, getting the, the right H1, H2 tags and meta descriptions on that. So it's, you know, creating a podcast episode and an article all at the same time. Absolutely. Exactly. You got it. You got the it. Beauty Alex. of it. A plus. <laughs> I figured it out. I figured it out, guys. <laughs> it took twenty six minutes it. for yeah. me to figure it out. Yeah. Um, no, solid. I want to. So, 
uh, in this question, I'm going to tell a story that maybe like one or two listeners might have have be have been in this room for this story. Um, speaking of sports ball podcasts, um, my friends and I we started a a baseball podcast about the Angels because we really like the Angels and a friend of ours that we like met online somehow. I know this sounds weird, but he had a podcast about the Cubs called Ivy Envy, and he got this podcast so popular, he like would go to Cubs media days uh, and all this stuff. So we wanted to do that for the Angels, but I didn't know how to, we didn't have c- computers good enough to do all this, and and I had a bunch of like film equipment and like audio mixers, and so I set us up in our kitchen. I had a mixer with an audio recorder uh, connected to four different mics that were around this table. And we all just had a conversation. And then it was up to me to take all of the memory cards, upload them to the computer. I didn't have Pro Tools, so I was doing it in Final Cut. I was editing an audio podcast, cutting everyone's things together. And, you know, typical idiots when we were having a drinks. Oh, we'll just cut that out. So I had to go through and cut out all those things <laughs> that we said we're going to cut out. Add music, you know, do all these things. So it took me probably like four or five hours to edit one episode. And um, our girlfriends at the time all made fun of us because they went to get drinks while we recorded this in our kitchen. And they got back and they're like, hey, podcasters. And they're like making fun of us. And that was the last episode. We, that was the <laughs> one and only episode we recorded. Because it's like, this is taking me like eight hours to do for one episode uh, plus. And like, this is supposed to be something that was fun. Um, that leads me to the question, how do people, how do we make podcasts now? I mean, like we, we are all remote, mostly people in the pandemic, no one's going to a studio to record mostly like how technically are we recording podcasts now and how, how difficult is it actually? Well, Alex, you were just, you were obviously just way ahead of of yourself like just a, a pioneer um you know before podcasts no. really became uh, popular. alex i forgot to i forgot to say we're gonna cut that story so you gotta go back and edit that out after this <laughs> no no sorry summer don't listen to them um yeah for sure i mean uh there was a time where you had to have a little bit of knowledge and some different equipment microphones and stuff but i mean these days I mean, literally, like we're on a video audio recording platform that is built for this kind of thing. It's it's super easy to just get on a, a video call and have this recorded, the audio and video recorded separately. So it gives you a lot of options in the editing uh, to do what you want. Um, <clears throat> we also, uh, some of the podcasts that we do, um, it is still done in person because people like to do that. They kind of like that energy and so there is uh they're just sitting around uh like a nice stereo microphone that picks everybody up and you know it's recorded to one uh one audio file that you know gets some some mixing uh done to it so i mean there are a lot of ways but um anybody can do a podcast pretty simply just by recording through some online tools i really wish this existed when i was I had the time to make a podcast about the angels. That would have been so much better. I mean, if, if, Alex, if I will uh, happily Hillary... do a podcast about the angels with you and just talk about the Padres the whole time. 
<laughs> so Happily. It's going to be a really, a really productive podcast. <laughs> yeah. Going to confuse the fan base. Uh, I feel like we could come up with a different podcast where we talk about baseball. But, I mean, maybe it's better of a Angels-themed podcast where you only talk about the Padres and Ross only talks about public radio. I'll talk about all the podcasts I just listened to. <laughs> all the podcasts you listened to while we were watching baseball? Yeah. <laughs> Um, I have, I have, I guess like one more, one more fun question for both of you. Um, clearly you both listen to podcasts outside of listening to the B2B growth marketer podcast, which you both subscribe, download and listen on all platforms. I know you do. If you could meet one personality from a podcast you listen to. So not the podcast, but like one person on a, on a podcast like who, who would you meet, and like why would you want to meet them in person? Hmm. Do you well, guys? Do you guys need? Uh, uh... <laughs> you go, Alex. <laughs> Ross. Get... Well, I would meet. I thought I had the benefit of thinking about this before you guys. So, um, I really like Radiolab, and I would meet Latif Nasser. And if you guys listen to Radiolab, he also had a TV show on Netflix. But he just seems like a. Uh, he just seems so interesting to me. He's on or the, PJ Vote the Coincidences show, right? Coincidence or that's uh, um, connected. Show. Connected, yeah, that's connected. It. Yeah, he just like anytime someone sells tells him something that he doesn't know, he's like his mind is blown. He's so excited. He'd be like over yeah. and over. Yeah, yeah. What? So yes, that happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or PJ Vote. Because he laughs at everything on Radio Lab. Well, you just hear there's a scandal with Reply All and PJ what? Votes. Yeah. No. Yeah. Do I need to edit out that I you like might, PJ Votes? You vote? might need to. You might need to. What's the scandal? Uh, there's a little bit of workplace toxicity and oh, uh, no. underlying oh, currents of racism at. Uh, oh, I didn't see that. At Reply mm. All and the, the company that makes those podcasts. So. Oh, is that Gimlet? Yeah, that uh, just so your your buddy, <laughs> your, <laughs> your yeah. best friend. So yeah, that's a uh, something. Okay, you may want to reconsider. So you don't want to meet PJ Vote? Okay, who no. would you meet, Ross? Uh, well, one of my favorite podcasts that I listed was Heavyweight. And the host Jonathan Goldman is a pretty interesting, unique guy. I think he'd be interesting to hang out with, and maybe he could help me with one of my problems. I don't know. I don't know which one it would be, but which pick a pick a problem? <laughs> which which problem? You guys can uh, submit submit your top problem, and I should solve by myself, and then uh, we'll have to see if we can. It's like do a it. genie; you get one problem to fix. Is that a? Is that a? Did he used to do? Uh, is that the same Goldman that did? Um, uh, he was like on this Planet American Money Life, and, yeah, I think probably or this American Life, yeah, Planet Money too. I don't know. I mean, I feel like everyone came from this American Life. It's like the Belichick coaching tree to relate to Max. Uh, like every coach relates back to like three coaches, but every uh, po- every podcaster or radio host leads back to Ira Glass in some way or form. Yeah. I know. It's, this uh, is a Max, tough question. you want to meet Matthew Barry? No, 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 no. Guy's too much, too much dad energy for me, you know? Uh, <laughs> this is tough. Do you want to meet someone who's going to make you smarter, going to make you laugh. You know, I, it's a tough question. You could go Malcolm Gladwell, you know, 
and just kind of try to be that guy, try to be that smart guy. Uh, fantasy baseball is coming up, so maybe it's uh, a guy named Eno Saris who runs the Rates and Barrels podcast, and so maybe I'll just like take my notepad down and ask him a bunch of questions <laughs> about swinging strike rate and all these things and who I should draft. Um, I don't know. I feel like maybe having a beer with uh, Theo Vaughn or Bobby Lee or somebody like that. They both have really popular podcasts. That, that could be fun. Nice. I'm glad. I'm glad neither of you said Joe Rogan or his podcast. No. As like I do realize I, I had the guy's name wrong, and that's that's one of my favorite podcasts. I knew I said it wrong. <laughs> Jonathan Goldstein. Would you say Goldman? Goldman. Yeah. I don't know if that's. Uh, whoops. What that means, but um, actually, like so I kind of like uh, Mark Marin, you know that comedian. Guy, he was an actor on. Um, He's one of the OGs. Yeah, he his podcast is kind of interesting. He'd be an interesting guy to hang out with. Yeah, I, I feel like there's like different types of podcasts. There's like uh, interesting, funny people who just talk with other people for like an hour and a half. Um, there and and there's like then there's like these business ones where they interview business people. Or there's like these like story driven ones that's like about a topic and you dig deep and uh, you like learn something you didn't know. Um, and I think they're all have their place in my in my earbuds because I do listen to in the shower. I do listen to all of them in the shower. It's my only yeah. alone time. Try it out. I'm telling you, if you learn anything <laughs> from this podcast, I actually listen to I actually listen to um, um, up first every morning when I shower. So it's not that there funny, Max. I just imagine you wearing headphones for some reason. <laughs> oh yeah, some expensive headphones, waterproof. <laughs> well, I don't know. Alex, That's what I, I think I feel like we should ask you a question. Oh, since you failed the trivia question so miserably, <laughs> get a redemption. I mean, um, I mean, so you're you're a podcaster. You started a podcast, and yeah, you know, a lot my, of your yeah. shows have focused on speaking to somebody else in the marketing community. Um, so, I mean, why did you take this approach to, it seems like, you know, you're some of the other things you like to do with, um, masterminds and, uh, meetups, uh, you like to bring people together. So I guess, why did you want to make a podcast like that? And then what are some of the, the nice things or benefits you see come out of those conversations? Um, uh, Ross was not prepared to answer questions. Yeah, yeah. I prepared you to flip the ask questions. It's, a, it's a power move. <laughs> flip the, flip the. That is, is you didn't get a shave too while you're, uh, in the ups? Um, that's a good question, Ross. Um, I think, uh, my personality and strengths are in, in building building relationships and talking to people, and I think uh, during the pandemic there it was harder for me to meet people uh and i kind of found that there was some outlets and some online communities hosting hosting weekly masterminds and then through through this this podcast i mean i just 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 told you that story about the angels i think i've always wanted a podcast and so it was kind of like this thing where now that everybody's at home everyone is available to interview like there there shouldn't be a person i can't interview because we're all at home. Every single pers- person has used Zoom. Like, I don't think there's a person on the planet who doesn't know what Zoom is anymore. 
at least the United States. I don't want to say the planet. Um, and so I felt do, like it was just like a good Obama's time. Do you think available to... right now? Is he? Um, he has a podcast though. He has a podcast. I don't <laughs> think he's available right now. Okay. Um, but you should go on his take, podcast, you know, Alex. I would. I would. I don't know if I would accept an invite. He might. <laughs> I don't know. I, I wouldn't know if I'd be able to talk. <laughs> Uh, anyways, about the Obamas, uh, I know like they can like publish a podcast and get like thirty million views on their first episode. Oh, um, did you hear what happened to that that whole his whole podcast? I'm derailing this now. No, but he's doing it. With you are derailing Bruce Springsteen, I think, right? And I think oh, he, he, Bruce, Bruce got, Springsteen just got a DUI <laughs> for like drinking yeah. in a national drinking, park or something yeah. like that. Uh, really bad timing. <laughs> yeah, really bad timing. Yeah, PR for that uh, podcast. Yeah, well, people are probably are listening to it. Um, yeah, no, but I found I found it. Here. Yeah, I'm going back to Ross's question, Max. Stop interrupting. Sorry, I want to talk about Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> uh, he's the boss, I guess. Yeah. The no, Ross, answer your question. I I just found it as like a good outlet. I ha- I'm better at talking to people than than emailing questions or trying to dig in. I think you get a lot more from someone when you're talking to them. Um, and I think from a value prospect. Uh, think of like content. So we're content marketers. And from a sales perspective, I am the more content we have out there and the more people that hear about us, the more people that are going to learn what we do and, you know, more top of mind, get people in front of our, our content and provide value. And what I've noticed, you know, I started the podcast more of as a personal, like, like personal project. And then it quickly realized that this is, there's a lot of value from a business perspective. Um, but now we have, you know, uh, almost equal amount of people subscribing to the podcast as we do views on our blog. Um, and I think those people are way, the intent is, is a lot higher. People want to subscribe. People are subscribing by choice, um, to this podcast. And so we kind of are able to build this audience of people that want, like enjoy what we're putting out there and want to keep listening, um, and I think that's kind of interesting and it's been fun to experiment and see like what types of interviews, um, what types of guests do better. And so like this is an experiment. You know, I, I talked to you guys offline about this, but we haven't really discussed a specific topic before. And knowing that there's so many different types of podcasts that we can do, um, I'm having fun experimenting with different formats. Uh, I would like to do like a panel episode. I think that'd be pretty cool. Um, but um it's just more fun uh you know i to derail my uh, myself i always thought about this podcast as like if we went out and got a couple beers at a brewery like what would we be talking about um but i can't really get beers with people that i'm meeting for like the second time maybe i could maybe we're just like it's like the drunk marketer and we just like have drinks and talk about things, but I kind of envision it more like this, where we're having discussions and thoughts about a specific topic and kind of asking those questions or answering those questions that people are talking about. So it's been no, enjoyable. I think that's a good point. Like a podcast doesn't have to be one thing. Uh, you can try different types of formats or shows or it probably gears. shouldn't be one thing. Right, exactly. And like one of my other, you know, I would say top five podcasts that I have enjoyed is something called Without Fail, uh, where a guy, he uh, he's 
CEO of a, of a media company and he interviews other, you know, business leaders talk about their, you know, rise. And a lot of his kind of hook is that a lot of them overcame some like significant challenges in the business world or personal in their personal lives that they bounce back from to like make their businesses super successful. So, um, you know, those interview conversations are great. And then also you know, doing things like this or, you know, diving deeper on a one particular thing to really educate people. So there's tons of different options for people who want, especially from a B2B marketing perspective of roads you can go down to, to talk about things on your podcast. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, I'm gonna, I'm going to, I'm going to not going to allow any more questions to me because that caught me off guard, Ross. <laughs> Don't appreciate that. Um, we've, all right, we've answered, uh, my kind of my, my sign off question of what, who, who we all want to meet. Um, but do you guys have anything else you want to share? Any last, any last thoughts, any advice for people that are saying, listening to this and saying, I, I want to do something like this. <laughs> I want to create a podcast. Any thoughts or recommendations you guys have? I would say, do, I would say, uh, you know, the, oh, sorry, Ross, I would say very quickly, the, the best thing you can do for your podcast is to find people who are comfortable talking about the topics that you're going to talk about. Like if, if you can find people who live and breathe what you're talking about, uh, as much as possible, it's going to flow. The conversation is going to flow so much better. Um, so, you know, don't, don't bring somebody on. Uh, who is an animal trainer to talk about baseball like <laughs> that it's just like you have to be able to match up the expertise of who you're bringing on with the the topics that you're talking about so um the guest the guests is what makes the podcast in my opinion like the stories that are told the, the expertise that's shared um so just try to source some good guests that would be the first step and then uh develop some cool outlines and then go from there Ross can probably speak to some of the production stuff, but yeah. No, you said it. And like we were saying, it's, you know, pretty easy. The tools are out there to do this in a, a super streamlined kind of automated way through online platforms like we're using here. So there is barriers pretty low to get into it and you should yeah. do it because there's Thanks. <laughs> so, many great, do so many great ways to, uh, <laughs> to use that content. <laughs> If Alex can do it, anybody can do it. <laughs> Don't wait a minute longer. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a good uh that's a good one. And I, I think that would be my advice is if you're thinking about doing it, uh just do it because the longer you wait, the longer it's gonna take you to do it. And um like what I've learned is you can you can like shift on the fly. Like you can like we're building the plane as we're in flight right now of like different what episodes work what the, what like the strategy is, what types of guests are best. Um, and so it's just, just get started. That'd be my advice. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, we are recording this on a Friday night. It is time to go get a second drink. I did allow them to have drinks to loosen up. I thank you guys. Uh, fourth drink. Oh, is that where you went for that Ross's <laughs> Ross's monologue on uh, on his favorite podcast? Just slips out of the screen uh, for a second. <laughs> All right, guys, appreciate you joining. Um, for everybody else, uh, tune in next week. Thanks. Thanks, Alex. 
Well, for better or worse, that was today's show. Uh, I really enjoyed it. It was fun to, you know, get two of my coworkers and friends on the on the podcast here and just have a conversation around podcasting. Uh, I mean, like for two things. One, since the pandemic, I haven't really seen or hung out with them in person like we used to. And we might talk about podcasts that we're listening to. And with the with the virtual environment, you know, we do still talk and and, and hang out on, on online, but it's different. And so it was good to hear about some of the podcasts they're listening to. And then from like a business perspective, there's a lot of good information there of what B2B bot podcasting is about and what you should be some best practices there and things to think about. And to be honest, things that uh, we're not, I'm not even doing with our own podcast um, of getting the, you know, one of the, one of the tidbits of get this, get this thing transcribed, uh, you know, get it formatted onto the website with the right H1 and H2 tags and meta descriptions. And now you have a whole written article, depending on how long it is, how many words, um, and getting that kind of as a Q&A. And there's some great tidbits there of, you know, it does take time to record these things, but how do you best maximize your efforts? And does a podcast make sense? Um, you know, the other thing is Max talked about the delight stage is how do you create content that keeps your customers engaged and using your product and in like learning? And a podcast is a great way to do that. So uh, I want to thank everybody for listening. I uh, want to thank Max and Ross for joining me. And as always, I don't give enough credit, but Summer Myers at Beacon's Point, thank you for listening through all of these and editing these to make them wonderful. All right. Thanks, everybody, and see you next week. Thanks for listening to the B2B Growth Marketer Podcast, hosted by me, Alex Mead. The B2B Growth Marketer Podcast is sponsored by Beacon's Point. Beacons Point is a growth marketing agency that creates a video-first content approach to attract the right customer and deliver the message at the right time. Find out more at beaconspoint.com. This week's episode is produced by Summer Myers. Thanks for listening. See you next time.